I always thought that true power was explosive. And, and anyone that knows me knows back in the day, um, oh, my goodness, I did not hesitate to tell people off. That's for sure. Talk to anyone that went to high school with me or uh, really, to be honest, anyone in my family. Um, there's a reason why my grandpa and a lot of people in my family used to call me mama um, because I was always bossing people around. But but anyway, um, uh, I always thought that true power was just, you know, if somebody do you wrong, you need to open your mouth and say something. You need to go off. You need to curse them out. You need to get in their face. You need to show what you're about. And I remember sharing with some of my kids. Um, three of my kids are adults now, but I remember sharing with them how even back in high school, um, uh, you know, because we lived in the projects and some very rough areas, how um, I, I distinctly remember approaching an entire gang. Actually, that happened twice when I approached a gang and I was basically confronting the head of a gang, um, trying to kick somebody's butt because I didn't like the way they were treating other people. I had no kind of backup, by the way, but I just thought, hey, I'm going to show them who I am. So it's only by the grace of God that I'm alive. I'm not even saying this to be bragging. I'm making a point. Um, I always thought true power meant you have to speak up be loud, go off and do and say whatever you got to say when there's mistreatment. I don't care if it's at work. I don't care if it's at church. I don't care if it's at home or with friends. And so that was just kind of a part of who I was back in the day. And so I'm going somewhere with this. Um, I've learned that that's actually not true power at all. Um, true power is not cursing somebody out. It's not repaying evil for evil. Oh, you did this to me. Watch and see what I'm going to do back to you. Now, it took me years to get to this point. It took me many years because, as you guys know, I'm, I'm right at 50 years old, just about 50 pretty soon. Um, and God knows God has worked on my heart and molded me so much through the years um, since I gave my life over to Christ. But it took me many years to realize true power is having that ability to do those things. But because you know who you are in Christ, you're going to let God handle it. Now, that don't mean you just let people just walk over you. I'm not saying that, but I'm making a point in terms of, you know, going off on people and feeling like you always got to make sure people know where you stand and this person can't do this to me and da da da. That's actually not true power. It's, it's, it's not contained. That's explosive. So let me, let me give you some examples. Now, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I've heard a lot of people kind of respond to some of my, my posts and, and call me that. I'm not that. I am just a woman that loves God so much. And I'm so grateful not only to be alive with all the things I've been through in life, but so grateful that God has pulled me through. And I am just doing my best to share my little old convictions with you. And I pray, I pray, I pray that someone today is delivered from this and uh, that someone um, is, is encouraged. So I always look to the Bible as my example. And uh, I got actually got a new Bible now. My son got me one the other day. Um, if you look in the book of Matthew, um, and by the way, the first four books of the uh, of the New Testament is Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, and John, um, the Gospels. If you look in the book of Matthew and look at what Jesus, what happened when Jesus was arrested. So this is after, this is Judas betraying him, right? And this is when they went to arrest Jesus. Let me show you what true power looks like. Because because th this is this is this is some stuff here. Jesus says uh, in, in Matthew uh, chapter, I think I'm in chapter 26 and I'm looking at verse. Uh, I'm going to start in verse 52. So uh, basically, Peter, I'm going to no, I'm actually going to go up a step in verse um, like 51. Then the man stepped forward, seized Jesus and arrested him with that. 
One of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, and I think that was Peter, because you guys know Peter did not play. Peter in the Bible always was the one stepping out and doing some mess. But anyway, one of Jesus' companions reached for his sword, drew it out, and struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Check what Jesus said. Check, check this out. Jesus says, put your sword back in his place, Jesus said to him, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Now, pay attention to verse 53. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at my disposal more than 12 legions of angels? But then he goes on to say, but how then would the scriptures be fulfilled that say it must happen in this way? If you just marinate on that passage, and again, I'm not a biblical scholar, so I'm not attempting to explain everything in the Bible. But if you just marinate on that passage, they're coming to arrest Jesus to take him away to be flogged and to be crucified. Peter cuts off the ear of one of the people coming to arrest. So Peter's ready to fight. Jesus says to him, basically, don't you know that I can call 12 legions of angels? Now, to my understanding, 12 legions of angels is about 144,000 angels. Um, And and biblical scholars, if I'm wrong on that, please quote me. Give me the right number. Um, But that's my understanding that a legion is like 12,000. He had the power to call 12 legions of angels right then and there. But he chose to let his father take care of the situation. He chose in that situation to allow what needs to be done to be done. There's another passage that really warms my spirit. Uh, It's in John. Um, Same situation was happening. Um, And and I don't know if you all know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are all uh, different accounts of the same storyline, just just so you're aware. So in the book of John, uh, chapter 19, uh, I love this part when Pilate, Pilate was the one that was basically like, a, I don't know his official position, but uh, he was like a, um, I want to say like a governor or a judge or something, but he was the one in charge and he was the one that um, they bought Jesus before uh, him uh, to crucify. They said, hey, we, we rather take Barabbas, this other man um, uh, that's done crimes and we crucify this one. Pilate really was going back and forth like, are you sure you want this guy crucified? I don't really see anything wrong he's done. So anyway, the bottom line is it got to a point, um, and Pilate was like a Roman governor, by the way, but it got to a point where Pilate said um, in, in verse 10, to, this is what Pilate said to, to Jesus. Now keep, keep in mind, Pilate's the man that's quote unquote in charge. He says um, to Jesus, do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said, I'm in, I'm in chapter 19 of John verse 10. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said, don't you realize I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? Check out what Jesus said in verse 11. Jesus answered, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Jesus knew who he was. He could have exploded. He could have went off. He certainly could have set the record straight. He absolutely could have repaid evil for evil. He could have called 12,000 legions of angels down like that, like in your face, even when he was on the cross. He could have called angels down. That's power. That's true power. But instead of giving in to that, giving in to, let's just say anything you can call it, instead of giving in to pride and giving in to, I'm going to show you who I am and blah, 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 blah. Jesus uh, chose to remain humble and to allow his father's will to be done. 
I think it's Romans 12, 17 that teaches us do not repay evil for evil. So you may say, well, where am I going with this? You know, I like to look at situations in my life. And I like to try to always find some sort of a biblical reference to help me through it. And especially when I've been hurt by someone or hurt by a situation, one of the first things I do is I say to God, Lord, how can you make gold from this? How can you make gold? And if you've not watched my YouTube video um, or listened to my YouTube, uh, I'm sorry, my podcast, um, uh, it's called, I think I named it, Don't Waste That Golden Pain. I strongly, strongly, highly, highly recommend you listen to it. But I like to be able to um, pull gold from the pain. So whenever I'm hurt or I've been hurt by someone or a situation happened, um, I always say to God, you know, how can you make gold from this, Lord? How can you harness this into gold so that I can give it to somebody else and help them? And I won't share the details, but um, uh, I was hurt by someone. And uh, that's just a part of life. Things happen. And um, I was so tempted, you guys, to um, lash out, say what I had to say, um, repay evil for evil. Um, I, I don't want to go into the details, but it was just a situation where um, um, uh, someone had uh, done something and uh, I just really, really was hurt. And and I thought to myself, um, man, in the past, what looked like power to me, I would go off. I would really crush this person right now with some of the things that I would want to say. I would pull my love back. I certainly wouldn't be praying for this person. And I would do this and I would do that. And it dawned on me as I was sitting. And I actually, uh, for those who don't know me, I sit in my closet um, at night and, you know, just many times pray. And many times I just sit and listen to God. And I just say, God, what say you? And um, I'm not going to lie to you. I was sitting there and I was I was crying out to God. I'm like, Lord, I'm just so hurt by this. Like, how do I? digest this what is it that you want me to do with this and then that's when God put in my heart you need to speak about this you you need to help other people understand what true power really is and so I pray for that person and um, I continue to treat that person with love and kindness and I'm just going to let God work out whatever situation you know that happened and actually even me doing this podcast right now um, it's really freeing me even more from the situation because, you know, I don't have to get myself involved with trying to, I guess, justify it or try, trying to rectify it, trying to figure it out, trying to make it right, trying to make sure this person know, hey, you know, that hurt me, you know, da, da, da. I, I don't even have other things now in life. And, and I'm not saying I've arrived, you guys. I'm not this person that does everything perfect. And I mean, I mess up every single day. I want to make that really, really clear. But I'm just so grateful that God has freed me from having to run around and, 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 and fix situations and make sure people um, are not talking about me or writing bad things about me or saying bad things. I don't even I don't even distract myself with those things anymore. I literally now have learned and I pray that this is something that you can carry with you how to run to my father. I've learned and I'm learning that in the midst of my pain and when I feel I've been hurt or mistreated, 
Don't stay in that cycle I used to stay in, you know, which is like I said, go off, set the record straight, make sure they know they can't do this again. Maybe stop talking to them and just nix them out of my life altogether to not run down that same cycle, but instead to run to God. And it's a beautiful place to be. I know many people that listen to my podcast have been hurt by people. I know this. Don't think I don't reach your comments because I do. Every comment that comes in, and of course, I can't respond to all those comments because at this point, and I'm not exaggerating, I probably get maybe close to a couple hundred a day at this point. So there's no way I can respond to all of it. But I read it, and I and I realize that majority of people, um, at least on my podcast, seem to be givers and people that get hurt a lot by other people. So I know it hurts. But if you can just learn to run to God, run to the true source of power, and not feel like you got to fix it yourself, you don't have to spend that time going off, telling that person what they did and what they shouldn't do and blah, 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 blah. And again, I'm not talking about just let people walk over you and do whatever they want to do in, their, in, in, in your life. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to free you a little bit from having that responsibility and just give it to God. Jesus is the ultimate source of true power. He's demonstrated it. He didn't even stress himself out with trying to make sure that Pilate knew the correct story. I gave you the short version. You should go and read the whole passage. Because Pilate was like, do you not hear what I'm telling you? Like you ain't got nothing to say. You realize I got the ability to have you crucified or not? And Jesus just stood there and basically said, you don't have any power that my father don't allow. And I pray that that encourages you. I really do. I I pray that there's something in your spirit that's jumping right now and that you realize that, you know what? I don't have to sit here and defend myself, defend myself. My father takes care of it. I used to think that it was kind of weak, you know, to not repay evil for evil, you know. But now I get it. At least I'm starting to get it. Because I've lived now. I've lived long enough. As I said, I'm right at 50 almost now. I've lived long enough to see. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying not to break down. I've lived long enough to see how God has changed situations around that was so unjust in my life. And God fixed it. All those times when I was going off on people and cursing people out and oh, my goodness, I was a mess. Um saying what I wanted to say so that I can set records straight. None of that actually really produced any changes. I'm just being honest. It didn't. You know, the changes that was actually produced in my life was when I shut my mouth. (laughs) When I stopped cursing people out. When I was able to stand and look at a situation that was so wrong. Oh my goodness. Anybody looking at the situation would say, girl, this is wrong. This is this is a mess here. Anybody looking at it would have said that. But when God got me to that spot where I was able to hide under his wings. And let him sit me high up on a rock so that in the day of trouble, I would be protected. I found such comfort in 
crawling under his wings and just staying right there as God and I both looked at a situation that was so unjust. And all I can do is stay under his wings and look at it. And the way my father worked out these situations, oh my goodness. Far better than any amount of cursing could have ever done. <laughs> and I don't, I, don't, I don't say that lightly to be laughing. I'm just making a point that my goodness, God is bad. He knows his stuff. I, 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 now I understand why the scriptures teach us it's not for us to seek revenge. Your role is to stay close to God. Crawl under his wings. Let him shelter you. And everything else out there that people are saying and doing and mistreatment and unjust situations happening, sit with God and just look at it with him. Sometimes I tell God, and I, I kid you not, I'm not making this up. And I'm about to wrap this up. If you give me just another minute of your time. And I'm going really deep with you guys because I'm sharing stuff I've never shared with people. Sometimes when the pain is extremely deep, and I was recently really hurt by uh, someone. I sit and I say to God, and I think I told God this again this morning when I was getting dressed. So follow me a second and just listen to this. I picture, you know how they say the Holy Spirit grieves and how um, God is close to the brokenhearted. I don't know exactly where that passage is, but it says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. His ears are attentive to their prayers. I literally look at situations and I picture in my spirit, God is there with me or uh, looking at it. And as I'm hurting and grieving, he's hurting, looking at it. And I literally in my spirit turn to Jesus and I say, Jesus, it's okay. It's okay. Almost as if I'm comforting the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is filling my pain and my grief. And I just turn to him and I say, it's okay. It's okay. Anyway, that may be too deep for some people. And maybe that's weird that I would even do that. But that's how I feel that God is with me. That when I grieve, he grieves. When I'm hurt, he's hurting. And sometimes I literally am praying to God, please don't treat them um, as, their, as their sins deserve. Please don't treat me as my sins deserve. That's for one, because I mess up every day. But God, please don't hold it against them. I say to God, I say, they don't even know what they're doing at this point. Uh, even though they may know they hurt me, by the way, but they don't even know that they're, that, they're, that they're fooling with God's daughter. They don't know they're reaping burning coals on their own head. God, please don't treat them as they may deserve to be treated. And just as you've forgiven me, please forgive them. You guys, that's true power. I'm not putting on a show. This is not entertainment. I'm just opening and sharing my heart with you. That's true power. True power is knowing who you are in Christ and knowing that no matter what you're going through, God's going to take care of it. 
I love you all. I pray that this encouraged you in some way or another. Uh, this is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. And by the way, if you've not subscribed to my YouTube channel, please go there and subscribe. Go to YouTube, look up Unlocking Greatness Podcast with Zenja Glass and subscribe uh, to my channel. I'm going to be doing some new things this coming year um, uh, that's going to be exclusive on that channel. And I don't want to go into all the details now, but I'm asking you, please go there and, and subscribe if you've not done so. Um, already. I love you all. Bye-bye.